You are listening to Living in English 365 by Paradigm English. I know I talk a lot about how to learn English and the best ways to learn English with tips and giving you some lessons on YouTube, but today I really want to talk about how to really study English. I have eight ways for you to do that, but before we do that, go ahead and like this episode and subscribe to this podcast. Paradigm English. So, without much further ado, um, the first thing to really th think about and actually do is be consistent. Um, don't just study for like five minutes and then hop on Facebook for two hours, or uh, somebody texts you and then talk to them for three hours. Don't procrastinate. That should be another one. That's a bonus one. So let's make this list nine instead of eight. Um, also, make a plan. If you know you need to pass this really big test um, in a week or in two weeks, you probably should have already started studying. So think about the future a little bit. Make a plan. I'm going to study for this amount of time each day, or I'm going to study this and really learn this, and then show how I really know what I'm talking about um, a little bit later on. So make a schedule, make a plan, and be consistent. Also. Find a note-taking strategy. There are so many note-taking strategies. For example, there's the Cornell method, where you have three different sections on your paper, and um, you could also now you can find these on YouTube anywhere, or if you just Google them. I will post one on my blog for you guys to see a nice video about that. There's also, of course, outlining and listing. I personally like to do kind of a mixture of all three of those um, in a Cornell notes section. But there, I don't usually put a reflection at the end, but you can. It helps you see what you actually know and remember, which helps you study. Uh, also, you could do like a mind map, brainstorming type of thing. I don't like that because it takes a lot of space, um, and I usually write really big, so. I don't have much space to spare. You could also make a list. I personally like to use this at the end after I'm just kind of reviewing some things, but it kind of requires a bit of planning. But if you make a list and have it set out in tables, and um, you just kind of put the the main points there and some adjoining uh, keywords or something, that will help you study. So it's in a way you can think about it like a condensed Cornell method. After you do those things, review. You need to review your notes. Don't just write them and leave them. You worked hard on that for a reason. Now, some of the note-taking strategies are better for certain situations. For example, if you're in lecture and it's a very technical field, maybe it's better to do kind of an outline so that you have a very clear structure on what it is that was said、um, and the key points or dates, for example. Make sure that you quiz yourself at the end of this review. You could even teach somebody else because I don't know if you know this, but you cannot teach somebody something that you do not know, understand, or comprehend. It's impossible. You cannot do it. Argue with me if you want to. I'm just saying. Now, after you have reviewed, just kind of space out your studying. That's number five. Space out your studying. Don't study for five hours on Monday and then 
do it again after like three hours. You come back and study for five more hours. That doesn't help you. So number six is don't cram. Space out your learning. If you have scheduled your planning, uh, scheduled your um, studying very well, then you'll know I have three weeks to do this. So I'm going to study for this amount of time and I'm going to study this again, this topic again in X amount of days. So don't cram. It doesn't help you. It does not help you. Let me say it one more time. Cramming does not help you. Do not stay up all night studying for anything. If you've done that, then you've already not prepared yourself well and you haven't followed the five steps I've already just told you. It doesn't help you and it doesn't work. So space out your studying. Use a method like um, the Pomodoro method. I've used that in the past where you study for maybe 20 or 30 minutes, take a break for about maybe five or 10 minutes and then you come back and do it again. You have it for maybe two or three rounds and then you take a longer break of maybe 20 minutes and then you're finished. Go on to your next thing and don't think about it. Number seven would be go out into nature. Don't just sit in your room and a little hole. You need to actually go out and enjoy the sun, enjoy the nature and the leaves. Okay. Don't get yourself stuck into this little uh, box. You need to have some of the natural world outside. Don't forget about that. Why not study out there? Studies have shown that studying in nature helps you remember it better, especially if it's a difficult concept. You will remember that time sitting outside. Last, 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 last. Take care of yourself. Drink lots of water. Eat some food. Eat healthy food. Don't just eat popcorn and chips, Pop-Tarts or something else, unhealthy, candy, Reese's Pieces, whatever. Eat healthy food. Eat some vegetables. Eat fruit. Taking these eight and plus the one bonus, nine steps, um, will really help you study English. Now, these are general study skills, but they can be applied everywhere. Use these skills and use these steps, and you will be learning English and improving your English in no time. Do you have a method of studying that I did not say that's really good? Leave it in the comments below. I'm Ashley Rohn from Paradigm English. Please like this episode and subscribe. Visit my website at paradigmenglish.com to get a free ebook as well as free courses via email. See you next time.